How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 50. We did it. We did it. We got to 50. We, meaning I and you guys and, well, all of us. We, we made it together. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Dave Horowitz. Horowitz was my guest. And um, we talked a lot about comedy. We talked a lot about um TV uh, ratings and writings, and um, we talked uh, about UCB. He does a lot of work there. Um, he's he's actually written for some TV shows, which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, we we got all into it. And there's a couple there's a couple uh, hiccup spots where the 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 speech is just gonna feel like it uh, chops and then goes in the next thing because it it stopped recording. A couple times, but we caught it and then like kept kept it going. Um, so sorry about that. Um, not gonna let that happen again. Again, I know it happened in the Will Weldon episode, but there's a lot more less lost uh, this time. Um, so uh, yeah, we we covered a lot and it was a really really fun episode. Um, go to Facebook.com/slash/Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, comment, review, um, rate, um, on iTunes and Stitcher and whatever you're listening to this on. And my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. So yam it up with me and Dave Horowitz. direct uh sketch team at ucb mm-hmm. right up the street from you actually it's your new neighbor um right there across from the food for less food for less mm-hmm. yeah um you're in an do you have parking at this apartment it's just street parking oh well if you did you'd be in a real enviable position because there's ain't no parking right here yep how does that suit you does that take you uh, a long time to um no like I guess you you kind of get a system going when you're when you lived here. Have you lived here for a while? About five months now. Mm. Um, but I I pretty much walk everywhere. Like I have a car, but I'm just choosing to walk because save on gas and traffic and mm-hmm. parking and all that. And and then I just move my car like Tuesday nights for street cleaning because Wednesday yeah, and then Thursday nights because Friday. Mm-hmm. Done. Stupid, stupid street. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't help but take it a little personally when I live somewhere that only has street cleaning or that, ha- or that street parking or only has one space but multiple roommates. You live here with one other, one other person. Mm-hmm. She's a fifty-year-old El Salvadorian lady. That's true. Yep, Craigslist. Damn, <laughs> how's that working out? It's well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um she I found out I found the rent receipt 
like, because she just pays rent in cash. And I found the rent receipt one day, and I found out I'm paying, um, let's see, like four fifths of the rent. And and I brought it up to her, and she was like, "I mean, I've been here for twenty years," and I'm like, "Fucking bitch!" Like, twenty years? <laughs> yeah. What's the total rent? Eight hundred and ten bucks. For this is a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm I'm in the I'm in the living room and." <laughs> Yeah. She's just by herself? She's just a solo lady? Mm-hmm. Does she yeah. keep to herself? Um, no, she goes out, like, she parties with the neighbors and stuff, and she's up till, like, 12 or 1 every night, and... <laughs> I'm like, Wait, so, this, so is it two bedrooms, and this is, you get... This, this is the one bedroom. That is, like, that's just a living room. That's a living room. room. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it works, man. I mean, I know I have a my my girlfriend lived in a uh, place with. Well, she lived in McGathy's old apartment that she had mm. built. I think she's talked about it on at least one podcast. But she built like a a, a wall. McGathy built a drywall com- with a door. Like she built. <laughs> I think at one point to she make, was to make a room. Yeah, because it's a one bedroom <laughs> yeah, yeah. on Taft, yeah. and it was like I'm gonna I'm gonna build a I'm gonna like put a, like a wall up, and I mean, whoever was her uh, roommate at the time was like, yeah, sure, and I think she thought it was like you know gonna be a curtain, yeah, or like yeah, like or a like curtain. one of those the sli- uh, the uh, like a paper changing behind thingies, yeah, screens, yeah. It's a real door with a, a wall with a functioning door, <laughs> so now. That's where um, Kate Gray lives, who used to who used to date Jeff Davis. She's like around, but okay. she uh, she lives in the in the back. It's basically like a tiny. It would be like from like the middle of this dresser to like the middle of the TV that way. Like that's how much room it is, and then the rest of it is like a living room and like a full bedroom. So I think it's something like eight nine hundred bucks, and wow. and the and the the whoever has the room, the actual room pays way more and like yeah. the tiny room person pays like I mean, this is a sweet deal for this lady, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm paying five seventy right now. Out of the eight ten and I was like Ooh. I mean, she did say utilities included. <coughs> so whatever that means as far as uh, five seventy is good. Yeah. And I, I have enough space, like um, I mean, we're, I don't know, it's, 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 you're, we just, it's just, it's just a, it's just about hustling. It's crazy. I mean, like, yeah. I, you know, I live in a house, um, up Hillhurst, south of Los Feliz Boulevard, and Greg, it's, um, Gregor. well, <laughs> it's great, it's a, it's a fucking house, a three-bedroom house, but it's super expensive, yeah. and we've got this, uh... We have two, we have a giant garage that used to be like a recording studio for my roommate who's like a pretty successful rapper, mm-hmm. uh, but he's gone. Eminem? Your roommate's with Eminem? Yeah. It's actually <laughs> E-40. He's West Coast, West Coast rapper E-40. 48-year-old rapper E-40 used to live in my garage. But, no, now, now it's like, um, uh, now it's like a partitioned... Hush, hush, 
like two two tenant apartment in the the, the garage. Yeah, because <laughs> we were like, yeah, you can stay. And then the guy was like, hey, can my girlfriend stay with us for like two weeks? And we're like, sure. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, hey, could she stay with us like forever? And we're like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> But, like, if it wasn't for them, we just couldn't afford to... Yeah, I have, right. like, a giant bedroom, and I'm paying... I mean, it's just... It's all... The, the, the hoops you have to jump... The things you have... The systems you have to implement to, yeah. like, survive yeah. in Los Angeles if you're yeah. not a rich person, or not, like, a, the most steadily employed, are, like, astonishing. Mm-hmm. Just, like, moving money around and going, like, how much can I freelance? Like, what... what can I Can I leave town? Can I... Uh, <laughs> Should, so I, should I take a freelancing gig or should I go for this audition or whatever? And oh, all that stuff. Sure, <laughs> sure. It doesn't work. So should I drive to Santa Monica in rush hour for this thing that's not even a callback, or Ugh. should I coach a thing or do? It's very like I don't know. I've never gone fully broke, which is like super exciting. Yeah, that's good. It's great too. <laughs> I mean, that's like I'm trying to just stay above. Yeah, but I do have like stretches of time where I'm like. Oh, I got this. Which is so funny to like get cocky in LA. Like, it's so funny to, to, to be like in a position of, like you know like and, and it's not like just a week or two. It's like you know a six eight eight month stretch where it's like, oh shit's really panning out for me. And then you get like confident. You like buy one thing. Like I don't have a lot of stuff, but I'll be like I'm gonna. I kind of need a new suit. I got a wedding coming up. I'm going to a wedding, and then I'll. Two weeks later, I'm like, why? Why? Why did I do that? <laughs> or like, uh, I traveled on a you whim. Bought, you bought a suit for Dan's Dan and Aaron's wedding. No, thank God. I bought. I had like a really <laughs> nice pair of pants uh, and like a, my roommate's blazer, but I bought like a brand new, like hundred dollar shirt and like a super expensive tie, and I was like, I'm a hundred dollar shirt. Yeah, I didn't know they made shirts that expensive. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, was it made of like silk and like baby's tears? Uh, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I bought, I have a, I have an H&M dress shirt that's sort of like, I wear with, anytime I go to a thing, mm-hmm. and, uh, my wonderful, beautiful, uh, stylish girlfriend, uh, pointed out that it looked like, um, it was made with formaldehyde. What? Like, yeah, but she's not, she wasn't. Like it's, the neck area? Yeah, well, it's just like, it's like a, a easy iron. Like, the, the material it's made out of is, like, thin and flimsy. Yeah. And I think the way it stays crisp... I mean, she told me. I have not looked into it, but I'm assuming she's... <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, they use formaldehyde. And, and, like, I'm sure I could look it up and either debunk it or prove it. But I was like, oh, you're probably right. <laughs> There's a reason it costs $15 and fell apart after I wore it three times. <laughs> but then I went back and bought another version of the same shirt for $15. And she's like, maybe uh, maybe for this wedding where you're emceeing the reception. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not so much. Maybe go buy a new shirt. Uh, but it's part I'm, of your charm. I mean, now part of my charm is that I actually like looked good, but um, yeah, my pants exploded. What? Yeah, they just broke. I had, like, this really nice pair of pants that she had bought me, and I wore them, like, two or three times, and, like, the buttons on, like, the fly, like, were too big, and, like, the buttons kept popping out of the hole, uh, and then the pocket tore. I was basically, uh, holding them together with safety pins the entire time. (laughs) Um, and then I tried to take it to a tailor, and she was like, look at this, and showed me, like, next to the butt, like, next to, like, one of the pockets, just, like, a a giant, like, a eight-inch rip. A really thin one, but, like, if I wore it one more time, it would just be, like... 
I would just bend over to like pick up a quarter and just hear it rip. And was it on the seam? No, <laughs> a ri- the same brand that makes these these pants that I'm wearing right now, like a good commune. Uh, all right, we're we're back. That was weird. Well. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I mean, we just talk and, uh, so it feels, feels like an episode. I, I usually pepper in a couple questions throughout, but. What's the, what, what are the tone of the questions? It's easy. Uh, Hard hitting. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll throw one in right now. I'll pepper it in. Yeah, pepper it. (laughs) Um, what's your dream, uh, one of, one of like a dream gig that you could get? Like what would, what would that'd be oh what would that look like i was just thinking about this i would love to make uh something really weird like a some kind of a weird television situation uh that goes appreciated but doesn't ruffle enough feathers to ever get canceled and it can just go for like a very long time (laughs) case in point I just realized, and by realizing, I mean I saw an ad for it, but It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is about to go into its 10th year. Yeah. And I remember that because I've lived here for nine years, and I remember, like, the second season was starting, like, as I moved into my first apartment. I was like, oh, this is, like, a cool show. Like, a guy I had just met, like, was on it, just did one episode, and I was like, oh, wow. Which episode? It was the episode where they go to... I don't know why they're in a mall. They spend the whole episode in a mall, and it's Josh Fadum, and he's a guy in a wheelchair... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's, with the glasses. Yeah, I don't even remember. And when they it was... all get wheelchairs to, and they're like racing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I just met that guy at his at a show at the at a basement of the Ramada Inn on Vermont Ave. This this town is great. Uh, and they've been doing, you know, they've been doing that show ever since. That's and it's that's so cool. Yep. And I I it, heard that they're never gonna stop. <laughs> they're just gonna keep going. Oh really? What do you mean? You, what's what is your source for that? I forget. It's <laughs> they're in a super cool position where they just. I mean, they can. Their show continues to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, e- like every one of them is experiencing like separate success together and separately. Yeah. Uh, and they can just they like they continue to get like deals within their studio to just be like go direct a movie go make a pilot go do this <laughs> but keep doing this one of them is a gigantic movie star now yep charlie day two of them are married they have a kid yep it's crazy <laughs> it's so i mean i don't know that that's to me is so great where they can just uh to just be able to like create kind of on your own terms because uh, like it's i'm finding it a little bit hard to make my brain do um Normal stuff. Hollywood thing. Well, sometimes <laughs> stuff in general, but it is so like I, I'm not uh, run of the mill. Like... Well, sometimes being here makes me forget like what if anything I'm good at. Like I think I have full days sometimes <laughs> where if I don't have like I don't have to like run a rehearsal or direct a show or like write in a thing or or meet with a partner to like you know break a uh, like a, a script we're working on. I'll just sort of look at my computer and think. What, what do I where do? Where did the last nine years go? Like, <laughs> like, try to, like, put myself in the mindset of my, like, 22-year-old self who was like, I'm going to move to Hollywood! <laughs> uh, which was such a... It just came out of... Um, I had a job in New York right out of college that fell through. And, uh, and... What was that job? Can you talk crap about him? Oh, sure. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't have any regrets about it because I was so un- unqualified for it. I Bear was, Stearns. 
I was going to be a... Wall gonna, Street! I was going to run a hedge fund, and, uh, <laughs> and I, they got there, and they're like, you don't know how to do this. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> you don't know math. You hired me, man. Uh, no, I went to... Um, I went to Emerson, and, a, and one of my good friends there... The, his, Emerson here? Emer, uh, well, they have an L.A. campus, but they're based in Boston. Oh, okay. Uh, but they... And that campus is brand new. But um, I went to Emerson, and my really good friend there... His dad was college buddies, like best friends with Oliver Stone's visual effects guy. The guy who does all of his special effects. I don't know if he's like their coordinator, but either way, he was like a nice, super like interesting, funny guy. And he was like, oh, your, your kid's graduating college. Uh, I'm about to do this movie about 9-11 and uh, I need uh, I need some, some help. And so my friend and I were... This, you know, like, the, as close as you could possibly get to joining the visual effects team of World Trade, World Center, Trade Center, where our job was about to be uh, making taking composite photos of Ground Zero uh, so they could build the towers for the movie so that they could Whoa. then come down. Uh, and we went to New York and, like, met with them. And the team was, like, the team that did all the Nolan Batman movies. Whoa. So there were these crazy, like you know, 35-year-old Brits who just, like, drank like crazy and ran around New York, and we were these 21, 22-year-old kids who were going, like, yeah, we... I went to film school. Like, my friend was, like, a poli-sci major at Emerson, and I was a film major, but I was, like, I like to write and perform. Like, I didn't... I never held a camera when I was at school. I directed something, but I was, like, you're my DP. Like, I never, ever want to touch the focus ring of this camera or I will go insane. Someone else. Someone yeah, else. exactly. Not my job. Uh, and, and we were thrust into this thing where I think within the first half hour, the guy was like, these guys can't do this. <laughs> There's no way they know what they're doing. Cause they were, he was basically like, you're going to take pictures of this site of ground zero from like um, every, you're going to do like incrementally, we're going to build this, Thing into a computer we're gonna like like a grid we're gonna move the camera slightly and take the and take like an image for with uh you know 20 different exposures and Whoa. we're just gonna keep going all the way up where the buildings would be and we were like uh-huh sure and like that's not like something you do we're like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah totally totally i'm sure our voices went up like 11 octaves like, and it was and it was like in my mind, it was like, we didn't hear, and then we heard back, and it was, like, super weird. I'm sure in his mind, he was like, there's no way I trust these guys with anything. Like, I'm sure within ten minutes, he was like, no. But it fell through, and I had no idea, like, what I was doing, and I was doing uh, some shows in Boston, uh, after, like, after I graduated, like, that fall with, um, with, like, a handful of people who are out here now who, like, I still work with, and who have, like, gone on to do great things, and, uh, and they, we just did these really fun you know, uh, weekly, we did a new sketch show every week that was like, we did a new like hour and 10 minute long what? sketch show with like a fully hosted through line. Like we basically were like, we're going to do Mr. Show. And we did four of them in a row in one month, oh, which was like the craziest, best, most fun thing ever. And in the middle of one, my friend was like, Hey, uh, I think I'm going to move to LA in a month. You want to come? And I was like, you really yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so we just went and, uh, and, and it was, I mean, I got a, a dumb, like, little PA job almost immediately and started doing stuff at UCB, like, two months later, and 
The rest is weird. <laughs> the rest is weird. The rest is very weird. So now, are you now getting paid to do UCB, like to teach the classes and stuff? Uh, I'm yeah. I get. Well, I'm a. I'm a I've I direct a, a sketch team there, and I also like sub into other. Like I'm I'm directing two teams this month. Um, I'm I'm starting to like train to be an actual writing teacher there, which hasn't. Uh, that will probably if it happens, take place sometime next year. But it's all in service of, of you know, like, when I'm between writing jobs, uh, it's, like, just such a, it's a great thing to be able to do to stay, like, involved and focused and, like, also paid, which is great, like, yeah. to just help these people put these shows together and also still write and perform on my own. It's, it's, a, it's super fun. Uh, I, I kind of don't under I don't I have no idea what I would really be doing out here if I if I hadn't like <laughs> I mean I kind of knew UCB was here anyway like I didn't yeah. I didn't go just to, to start there but if I hadn't I mean I met my writing partner there I mean we just uh parted ways but we've written on like four TV shows together and wrote a book what? and like yeah and uh and what shows uh we it was there was Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 I liked that show yeah <laughs> Well, when I tell people, I usually start uh, at the, I start and go in reverse order because I get because it's like underwhelming, 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 and they get to that one. And they're like, "Oh, that I actually." Yeah. Because people are so surprised because TV shows. It was shows, really funny. Yeah. Like, and people, I don't know why it didn't. It was just weird. James it was Vanderbeek too weird. playing himself, like the nicest Eric man Andre in the world. And the... Eric Andre. <laughs> and Kristen a... Ritter, dude. I mean, every yeah, it was a, it was a really good cast, and everybody was nice, and it was. Like, <laughs> Uh, Ninochka Khan, who hired us, was like the best boss of, uh, maybe one of the best bosses I've ever had. She was so nice, so fair, so funny. Um, but we wrote on that, and then we wrote on a show called How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life, which had like John Doerr and Joe Wangert and Elizabeth Perkins and Sarah Chalk from Sarah Chalk. Scrubs. Jason Biggs? No, 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 no. Sarah Chalk and Jason Biggs were in another show. They were in another show right before this one, yeah. But it was, this was, yeah, Sarah Chalk. Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves, Everybody Loves Raymond, Elizabeth Perkins okay. from Weeds and Big, um, yeah, Joe Wangert, John Doerr, who's like the funniest guy ever. Yeah. yeah, that was super fun, but didn't that, that was did, like that was on ABC like first season like I wrote on three shows in a row that all were on the same network and had the same time slot one after the other, which was the Wednesday nine thirty after Modern Family. So it was Apartment wow. 23, How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life, and Mixology, which was just on last year, which was uh, the guys who did the wrote the first Hangover movie. Oh. Um, was that this. just people at a bar? Or like... It was people at a bar, and the whole thing took place over the course of one night. So it was like 13 episodes that spanned what? from, you know, like 8 or 9 to like closing time. That's an interesting time. idea. Yes, it did not <laughs> work. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it like taking other people's perspectives on the night and like yeah okay. it was like um yes the chronology that was crazy because it was very it was super ambitious and the end result was not like mm, not what they hoped i don't know if the the berry was worth the squeeze if you know what i'm saying <laughs> we had an entire the, the the writer's room had a wall the entire wall was taken up with like trying to map the timeline of these of A of the night and B of the like 11 characters and like intersecting people at certain times yeah like... yeah it just didn't uh, I think if it was like a real hardcore like this is how it's gonna go down like we're gonna we are gonna crack this son of a bitch we're gonna make it like we're gonna we're gonna blow minds and you're gonna be here all night and it's gonna be insane it would be cool but like it was just sort of like all in all you really didn't need to 
you were kind of weaving these crazy narratives where, like, in the first episode, the guy meets a girl and gets her phone number. By the end, like, they maybe go home together. It, it was just this... It was this crazy trajectory of, like... Every time we would, like, you know, crack a story, I would be shocked because I was just like, nothing, nothing like this ever happens at a... Like, the most that ever happens at a bar is, like, maybe you, like, meet a friend of a friend and then you go home and, like, face, <laughs> Facebook her at 2 a.m. and go, like... Hey, like, cool meeting you. I'll, I guess I owe you a, I owe you a cherry or like some dumb joke from like earlier that night. Then you hope that she reads it and or it just says like, oh, red yeah, and you she did never... steal my cherry. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh Tinder. I don't know. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we wrote on those three, and then this past summer we wrote on a show called uh, Resident Advisors, which is uh, RAs at a college. RAs at a college, shot and written at. The new Emerson campus, uh, which was really cool. That's where our, our writer's room was, and that's where the actual uh, shooting of it was, right down the street from here. And that's mm-hmm. going to be on Hulu, I think in January or February. A Hulu it, show? Like a Hulu Hulu original, show? yeah. Okay. It's Ryan Hansen from Party Down. And, uh, I still haven't seen Party Down, but I've oh, it's super fun. awesome thing. He's like it. the best. Uh, so funny. Uh, he's also been in like, a bunch of other stuff. And then... Some really funny people too. Uh, Allison Rich, who writes for SNL now, was uh, a cast member on it. It's uh, that was a really fun one. But you know, like every comedy show is getting canceled. Yeah, <laughs> it's the wrong biz. Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, because there's so many different ways to go with it, and then also like I think the Nielsen ratings are a fucking disaster <laughs> because it's it's bullshit to say. Um, uh, oh, not enough people were watching this show live when it aired, so it needs to get taken off the air. Yeah. Because nobody watches TV live anymore. Well, nobody... Wa- yeah, and it, yeah. Apart from that, maybe, maybe like, 40% of people that I talk to actually have cable. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say less from the people that I know, but oh. it is it is weird because <clears throat> I... It's, um... There's just two... There's so many different ways that people can ingest media and look at stuff and you know i i don't i know people watch a lot of i mean i know my mom like loves you know the biggest loser and uh nashville but like i just don't know a lot of people who are getting real amped for the new fall sitcom you know like yeah. whatever it might be like you know when a show gets a full season pickup now it just seems really crazy like, well it's not only is it crazy but you look at the numbers and it's like the shows that i wrote for that i was lucky enough to write for in the past couple of years if if those shows got the ratings that they got two years ago now, the reaction would be, we're, it's a hit, we're a hit. Because we were getting uh, like a 2-1 or a 2-3 on like ABC. And I don't like, know what oh. that means. Out of what? Out, out of an infinite. Oh, you know, okay. like What's but, the but, highest you've ever heard of? What uh, Like uh, Seinfeld well, finale or like what? I think the Super Bowl would get like a 46 share. Like it was like really crazy. But like... Friends used to get, I mean, you know, 15, 20, 30 million people used to watch Friends because there was no other, we were talking about it, like, there yeah, was, there was there no was, other you great. couldn't, like, just yeah. choose to watch it on Hulu some other time, yep. you have to, like, tape it on your, on a VCR. VCR. I have a VCR still. It's a duel, but. Oh, a dual deck. <laughs> Hello. I was, I used to really want one of those. I was. I would always try to sell my parents on it. Like we can rent a video. Oh, it's not a dual VCR. It's oh, a it's a DVD VCR, VCR combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. But those were cool. Too. Those were so cool. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, there it is. The DVD There's part the is DVD. hidden behind because whenever I do a DVD, I just throw it in the computer. Oh yeah. Um, 
but see you see there's all these little there's so many ways like yeah. I I will da- I will uh you know if someone's like hey I made a short or whatever and they put it on a thumb drive I can put that thumb drive in my TV yeah. and that's crazy yep. to think that then my mom is like oh we gotta be at the TV at eight because the biggest losers on <laughs> which is really sweet. <laughs> I, it's adorable watching watching TV shows live these days is adorable. It's but like, it shouldn't be because <laughs> some people's jobs depend on it not being adorable. And it shouldn't have to hinge on that though. Yeah. Like I think, oh, man, it's just gotta the rating system has to change because don't trust the B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was like what. What? It got canceled? How? It was really funny. Nobody watched it. Oh man! But then everyone's like, oh, it's on Netflix. We love it. <laughs> it's too late. Those people all have jobs now. It'll come back just like Futurama did. Yeah, just, just, just like... give it four years. <laughs> all the characters will look slightly older. <laughs> They'll do a special hour and a half movie on HBO. <laughs> to explain the in-between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or don't explain it at all. Don't explain and then... <laughs> it. We'll do three seasons to ramp up to the movie. But it is cool that all that stuff can happen now where where, where before it would just yeah. be... Stuff can come back or like, yeah, with Community, like, got canceled, then it came back and then it got canceled Nine again lives. and now it's on Yahoo and you're That's like, great. I didn't know Yahoo was into that sort of They just, thing. I mean, it was, it's been recent and now they have like, they got, they're making original shows, they're, they're making more Community, it's so cool. It's smart. Because, it's... because people will watch it. Yeah. And they can get straight up ratings they don't have to be like oh we put it out at eight and people were watching it at a, at 11 so it wasn't live so the ratings yeah. aren't as and then in a week we might be able to take into account the the uh, the dvr numbers <laughs> stupid but it's true like they then, they then they count dvr sort of and then they sometimes they they count whether or not it's like trending on twitter i mean it's this there's no uniform way to measure any of that stuff so until there is it's like it's it's rough stuff it needs to i think Okay, I just had this idea. Let's take down the cable companies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make it so they put all their channels through the internet because it's running through the same signal anyway. Okay. And then just track it that way. Just You can live stream it on the internet yeah. still, but then have it available to watch like whenever after. So it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't count as like uh, watching it live i guess i don't know just put it out on the day and then if people watch it that day how about how do but how do we do that with you can still put commercials and stuff like no, no, i mean like how do we physically do that oh take down the cable company yeah 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 oh i was gonna write a big blog you're gonna post. write a blog <laughs> wow. you're gonna write a think piece i knew it you know if you write enough think pieces if we as a society write enough think pieces, we can really we can really change the world. I mean, maybe like a little. I don't. I can't think of another way except for like just, just like straight up, just like going into the Nielsen ratings people office and saying, "Hey, hey. you guys are bullshit." I'm like, what are you gonna do about it? We're gonna wait until this stops being a viable thing for you, and then who knows? I mean, I think that's. I, I don't know. It's a weird thing to be like it's changing I, the, the landscape of television is changing and yeah. so is the internet and content content's changing but like it, i feel like it's so incremental that it's going to be hard to uh to notice like it's going to be very gradual where i think like i think yeah community on yahoo is a huge thing so i think cool stuff getting picked up uh 
that Tina Fey sitcom just got uh, Netflix. Yeah, which is great because like that shows. I read the. the is script. she in it or is she? Uh, She's a producer. producer. Okay, but it's super funny and weird, and it's too weird and funny for NBC. When does that come out? Next year. Okay. Sometime next year. But but of and course, like Bojack like that came out of nowhere. Bojack it was just Holtzman, like yeah, they just so good, and it got renewed like the day it came out because so right. many people. Which but that also was like they knew they wanted to make more. I'm sure their numbers had nothing to do with it because they don't. They're just like because everyone has Netflix. Yeah, everyone gives Netflix ten dollars a month. Yep, which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you count everyone, yeah, it's a that it's a lot. Okay. Same with HBO Go. They they well, they're breaking off from like cable packages and stuff, which. But that seems like somehow less lucrative for them because I don't know I don't know one person who uses HBO Go off of their own cable. It's always I use my I use my I use here's what here's what I use. And they don't care either. I like, use the HBO Go account of the mother of my roommate of a apartment I lived in two apartments ago. <laughs> so Judith James, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you for thank you for letting me Thank you for letting me catch up on. What do I even watch on HBO? Now? Game I don't of know. Thrones, Silicon Valley. No, so, uh, yeah, Silicon Valley, not Game of Thrones. I can't do it. I don't have the attention span. <laughs> really? No, no. I'll watch it with. I'll watch it with my. I'll watch it with my, my sweet, lovely girlfriend, and try not to annoy her by going like, "Who's that?" <laughs> oh, so you're not caught up? No, I'll just. I just. Right. I'll just come in in like the fourth season and go like, oh, <laughs> man." Where the where the guy from two episodes ago? We haven't seen him at all. She's like, there's five hundred characters. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see the guy who's like near the ice. She's like, you're. I need. Um, we're breaking up right now. <laughs> it's we'll get, over. We'll get back together in an hour, but just go away. We'll get back together once you go back through and through. watch from read the, the books, beginning. Watch all four seasons. You don't need to read the books. No. No. No one needs to read the books of. Ever? Of anything. <laughs> That's super harsh. Don't ever read the book. People don't Any need book. to read. Even they could use audiobooks. No, um, I did actually read a book. First book that I've read in five years. It's that one. Ready Ready Player One. Ernest Klein. Yeah. Ernest Klein, the guy who did uh, um, Fanboys and... Um, the movie fanboys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a novel. Yeah. Is it good? It's really good. Oh, cool. It's the la- it's the first or it's the only book I've read in the last like five or six years, and it's so damn good. Like, and I don't read either. Like, uh, I, have you I, ever been a reader? Uh, no. Not really. <laughs> like I've read I've read books through my life, but just not not very many. But I read this book in like five days. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I have some. Uh, there's some books that I devour, and then some that I'll, I'll just pick up and put down. So much that I can't. Like, Albert Brooks wrote a novel, and I like love him so much. And uh, I bought it, and I don't. I don't even. I feel like I might have read the first page twenty times. <laughs> I'll tell you all about those that, two paragraphs. I will tell you so much about that first page. Um, it's riveting. But I should read. I'm finding myself with some. Uh, well, because you're a writer lately. Well, I'm a writer, yeah, and I'm a writer too. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, you don't need to read. And then I'm like, but read my scripts. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't read a novel in a while, but I've read 25 of my friends' pilots, and they've read 
nine drafts of my stupid one-act play I'm writing. <laughs> Look, it's a cool town, man. <laughs> it's Hollywood, baby. We're all writing. Anything, we're all fighting. Anything can happen, man. Oh, my gosh. Every any Everything can happen, but nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. But then it does. Mm-hmm. And then it's awesome. And in between, you can play a bunch of play video games or... Mm-hmm. You playing any games now? You go now? hiking? No, I don't. No, no, no. I have a Super <laughs> Nintendo in my house. Uh, Two-player. I got the Nintendo. Two-player Tetris Dr. Mario combo. <laughs> it's tournament mode, first to three. <laughs> you gotta get three medallions. It spells W-I-N. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I'm not anti-game. I'm just so bad at games. Hmm. I'm so bad. In a way that I don't, I don't know why. There's, there's actually a couple things that make me feel, like, really stupid. Okay. Uh, one is being really bad at video games. And bad, like, I know that there are 11-year-olds who, are, you know, will play sure, whatever. Uncharted, like... Far Cry, whatever, you know, uh, Skyrim. Any game that is just, you, you build, you're in a universe. You're, you know, I, I get tripped up when I have to, like, remember to toggle between stuff in an inventory you know what i mean <laughs> like any rpg any anything where i go like oh i have a, a weapon i'll just forget to use i'll just forget to use any i'll just be like well i'll just use this gun because i just want to walk around with a if i'm gonna be shooting people you know what i'm saying yeah and like uh unlocking doors and building spells <laughs> that shit makes me feel so it the fact that i can't do it and that like when i go into best buy and there's like a an eight-year-old playing like an Xbox One, I I never feel dumber than seeing this kid fly through it. Where I'm like, well, <laughs> if you want to play two-player Tetris, I'm my brain can really build it. I know how to build a Tetris. If you get a Tetris on your side, they get that amount of damage yeah. on their side. Oof. Their level lifts up. That I can really wrap my brain around. But that so games make me new games make me make me feel stupid, and then also. Uh, <laughs> is that important? Uh, it Maybe. might be. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> my phone's on silent. It's cool. <laughs> that could be the call. The call. The, the Hollywood call. The one. Saying, don't move home. <laughs> and if it's that important, will they leave a voicemail? Who knows? <laughs> That's the worst. That's the worst. Is the LA, the LA area code. The missed call from the LA area code. No voicemail. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Do you call back? Of course. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't do it. If it's that important, hey, we've decided we want you. It's us. The people with money who want your brain. Yeah, that's true. Leave a voicemail. But leave a voicemail. Yeah. Or email me. Yep. I am the most easily Googleable person in the world. It is. I have gotten into so much... I used to have a completely unprotected Facebook page where you could get everything. Email... Phone number. Phone. No, 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 no. Never phone number. But email, uh, links to like any like a blog, Twitter, anything. Mm -hmm. I got, I got pretty heavily stocked uh, a couple years ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I I had it coming. Um, <laughs> I was asking for it. I was. I mean, I locked. Okay, we got a voicemail. Okay, good. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So games make me feel stupid, and then also. Uh, Super convoluted um, action movies make me feel stupid. Like, like, um, 
Like how Looper? It, uh, it wasn't Looper's, very convoluted. Looper's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of enjoy that. But a movie like... Um, Did you like Edge of Tomorrow? No. No, I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> I shut it off. Edge of Tomorrow. I hated Edge of Tomorrow. Oh my god. It was so... I mean, that wasn't so much confusing once it got into it. But the first, like, 20 minutes of just going, like, we're just, we're just dropping you into the middle of this. Like, what? Just tell me. Also, any movie that starts with, like, a title crawl, like a super long one, I guess Star Wars doesn't count because that's pretty simple. But, like, anything that you have where you have to read, like, several pages, like, you know what? If it's usually, like, in the future, not unlike this one, humans are treated as... I'm like, no, 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 I, I, I can't focus anymore. <laughs> I, I have severe ADHD and it just takes over. And then the movie starts and I'm like, oh, fuck, who's that? Who's that guy supposed to be? Who's that? He, is he a king? Is he an alien king? Um, uh, He's king of all the aliens. Oh, Good, great, great. great. But, then, but then you can just look shit up and you can just go like, I'll just look at the summary. On People summarize movies from start to finish oh, on Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just read the first two if I'm like 20 minutes in and I'm lost. Like, I'm not stupid. I'm like a smart person. So I'm like convincing myself I'm a smart person. Yeah. But there I'm are like, sometimes... I'm like, go on. How does yeah. that make you feel? Oh, sure. You're uh-huh. very smart. I'm like taking notes. And you don't like it when people make you feel dumb. Sure. Does that make you angry? Does that make you want to hurt people? Uh, Does that make you want to write more? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, and it's also like a a movie with like a lot of twists and turns because I think usually it's movies that aren't really very well received. Like I don't think it's movies like, oh, this is so smart, you just don't get it. It's like, oh, we like rode ourselves into a corner and now we're backtracking and we're like reverse engineering a bunch of like twisty turny stuff. Um, And like, did you see it coming? I just hate being in a movie theater and like being bored. I really like The Dark Knight, but there's like 45 minutes of that that I feel like could just go. Yeah, I have I have some issues with Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises, forget it. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yuck. I did like how more people died in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Why? Because it was realistic. Like, if there's going to be a mega criminal like that, like, yeah, people are going to die. He's going to be a murderer. That's yeah. true. Well, uh, the the boat scene in the end of Dark Knight, I was like, one of them should have blown up. Like, th- yep. th- it held no weight for me as yeah. a watcher if one of them blew up, because it would have just made me madder at the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> also, th- also that boat sequence so long. Oh yeah, Whoa. all the mob stuff, and I think I'm in like I think I'm in the minority because like the mob stuff with Falcone. That's, I mean, the that show. I watched the half of the Gotham pilot, and I was like, oh, if you. If you I, I like all the part of if if you like everything in the Dark Knight where there's literally no Batman, if you like the mob stuff and the boat stuff, <laughs> baby, you gotta get yourself into Gotham. <laughs> but like with like Joel Schumacher's aesthetic over it, it's very. There's just not a lot of stuff that I like really voraciously love. I like sad. We just I just watched Rectify. Have you ever seen that? Uh. The saddest. It's like a Sundance show, uh, Sundance Channel about a guy who is, like, exonerated. He's, like, on death row from, like, the time he's 18 to, like, maybe 39 hmm. and, like, gets out and, like, it's still pending. Like, they might still, like, bring him to trial uh, for, like, a, uh, like, a rape and murder of, like, his, like, high school girlfriend. And it's the saddest, most, like, gut-wrenching, amazing thing I've ever seen. But it's so slow and, like, thoughtful and it just makes me think, like, oh, like, none of this... They're, like, don't make things anymore that, like, I 
want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, sad. <laughs> Although, I, I don't know. I, li- I like Looper. I thought that was fun. Do you ever watch anything, like, that's just, like, uh, oh, this is a fun show. Like, it's not amazing, and it's not, like, terrible, but it's, like, fun enough to keep you going? Yeah, Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this dude, I was on, I was on a, I was on an almost lifelong high horse about like, I don't watch reality shows, competition shows, I don't care, and then, and now you're like, ooh, well, then I got turned on to, then, uh, I got turned on to Bar Rescue, and Kitchen Nightmares, and they're the exact same show, and they have the exact same format. Well, one's at the bar, and one's yep. at the restaurant. Guy comes in, is disgusted to the point of almost throwing up at the state of the kitchen and the restaurant. Or the state of the bar. And if the bar serves food, also the kitchen and the bar. Goes, I'm going to turn this place around. The bar owner or the restaurant owner gets up in arms. Hey, this is my... Hey, I think it's pretty good. Do you think they goad them into that a little bit? They're like, be defensive. Act defensive about your place. Like... Because you, yeah, you're inviting you, the crew. Yes, to how like, do you find? How does? How do they find you? If if you, that that's the part that doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Where it's like, well, we should probably apply to be on Kitchen Nightmares because our place sucks. And then Gordon <laughs> Ramsay comes in. He's like, everything here is dreadful. And they're like, hey, fuck you, man. Like, I think the risotto is pretty good. He's like, you are delusional. Oh, I fucking hate you. And then he gets in a fight with like an old restaurant owner from Colorado when you know like 23 minutes later they're going to be crying and hugging each other but I watched so many in the past month because I need it because I need order in my life and I'm hungry all the time I just want to eat but I yeah but I'll watch but as far as like narrative goes like I'll watch like I'll watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl and I'll and like and uh and you know, I'll watch like some new comedies and and, and be very very happy because like yeah. those shows are the casts are in the writing and they're just so they just really are great for that. They just like the cast of New Girl is insane. Yeah, everyone on it is amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's consistent really, really too. Good. Anytime yeah. someone's like, yeah, I don't know, I'm like I, you're like it's, they're wrong. unbeatable. So, yeah. <laughs> Unbeatable. I've said that about um, Rick and Morty. Like, if anyone has seen that show and doesn't like it, something's wrong. Something, oh, I turned wrong. my dad onto that show. My 63 year old dad was like, "Whoa!" I showed him uh, Rick's Minutes, the TV when they're watching the, yep. the an interdimensional TV. And I had seen it at that point, like maybe that episode almost five times probably. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Dad, check this out." And he. Lost his mind. Like he la- and, and it was crazy to watch him laugh at all the parts that I laughed at. Where yeah. I was like, wow, I genetics are real. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. I was so... It was like a, a real delight. Ball fondlers. Ball fondlers? Mm-hmm. Ball fondlers. <laughs> Turbulent juice he laughed at. If nobody knows what we're talking... This is why sometimes podcasts are weird. Because you can just go... Forever. But then, but then some people definitely know, and they're like, yeah, so like, yeah, 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 that, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want to relate to you more. <laughs> I'm also lonely. Uh, no, that show is the greatest. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I just watched um, uh, Rixky, Rixy Business before before you came in. That's over. so good. <laughs> it's all so good. 
iTunes is like very dangerous because if there's a show I like, I just want to. I'll like get in a jag and be like, I'm not going to buy a season pass, but I'll like buy these two episodes. And then before I know it, I bought all of them for like more than it would cost to buy a season uh, pass. Because it's like two bucks an episode or like. Or like a quarter, uh, three quarters of the, that cost or something like that. Yeah. It's either like 22 bucks or 30. <laughs> Look, every dollar counts, guys. Is there a donate button? Can someone donate to me if they listen to this? Are you on a, a, a like a podcast network? Or are you like a just? It's just me right just now. You. Yeah, I I got um this company reached out to me. I won't say the company name because I'm not a, I'm not officially uh, <laughs> sponsored by them yet. But they were like, we, we might want to <laughs> we might want to sponsor your podcast. So it, they sent me an email and it gave me a link to a Google Doc and I filled it out and. So it's like in for consideration. So is there anything that like we should be doing like in this episode to speed that process up? Like, should we be like, like you know, talking about the kind of business, talking about their product, or like you know, talking about all the different demographics we appeal to? Hey, I'm I'm not gonna push a product until <laughs> until they've said yes, we want, we're on board. Okay, sure, but <laughs> Mailchimp is a great way to. to to do whatever they do. Listen, thinkgeek.com. <laughs> Look, I got a free basket of stuff from adamandeve.com. And I gotta say, my marriage has never been spicier. They got something for ladies, something for dudes, and something that works for everybody. I feel like every, I think they give the same copy to every... Do you think it works? Like, I guess it must work if Audible... Adam and Eve. Man, there's like four that have every every Everyone. podcast covered. Yeah. It must work. Uh, what's another one? Podcast Squarespace. 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 <laughs> so it's okay. Squarespace, Mailchimp, Adam and Eve, uh, uh, Audible. Audible really. Amazon. Like, Amazon too. Amazon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. When you there's a little thing at the top left corner. <laughs> click that microphone. <laughs> we get a little kickback. I want to see numbers. <laughs> It is crazy, like, some of the OG podcasts have, like, 30 billion, like, people are just like, well, this is the first one, so I'll just subscribe to it. Yeah. And then ad revenue just, I mean... Comes in. It'd be cool. That would be really cool to, uh, like, if if it was just like, oh, yeah, if people do, I'm looking over there, but I'm just, I don't know why, I'm like, that's my laundry basket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, talk to your laundry basket like it's America. Impress it. Practice. <laughs> It'd be really cool to just be like, and and then people sign up for this service, and then you get money because of it. It'd be like, what? Because I'm just doing something I love and would have done anyway. Your voice, yeah. Yeah. They like what you're saying. They like what you're selling. They like me, a total stranger, as a guest <laughs> in your podcast. <laughs> you haven't asked me any questions yet. Sure, I have. The dream, the dream gig. Oh yeah, that was good. Um, uh, what do you What do you do now for for work? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What do you do now? Oh, I'm, I'm uh, readying uh, the next crop of uh, writing samples and stuff for development for next next season for television. And, uh, and at the same time, uh, coaching and directing live sketch comedy and, uh, and freelancing for various uh, outlets mm -hmm. that are known to pay a little bit. What kind of freelance stuff? Uh, just some stuff for like... Um, I mean, if it's NDA or whatever, but... Oh, there's been some of that, you can but be, like you can be like general, some yeah, general branded content, and uh, you know that's serious. Did it seem like it was a joke? <laughs> the idea of 
<laughs> the idea of general things and people and places, you know, like nouns. I, words. I do a lot words of... to, I put words together <laughs> and I just hand them to I just hand them out. I just see what's up. Do a lot of freelance work for nouns. Um... No, I've done some branded content uh, stuff that's been pretty cool and I got it's really funny the 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 first one of that I did was for what does company. branded mean? Like funny branded. or die or college humor or like well, yeah, one uh, of those things. But they'll just be like, hey, we 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 got to do a um, you know, we got to do a tie in with uh, you know, the the upcoming uh, you know, we got a Jessica Alba movie that wants to something. So it's like, all right, what's something that she could do to promote it? You know, Jessica Alba is a single mom who's also a a bird. Windows and phone or uh, yeah, well, no, 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 no. It would be like. Uh, a comedy website plus like a movie so it would be like hey let's be cops is coming out on blu-ray uh we're gonna put body cameras on ferguson police uh and have and have them go to best buy and buy a cop that that would be a terrible pitch that'd be a terrible pitch that's not a real thing i would ever i would never pitch that you just did you listening ferguson we put cameras on a bunch of Ferguson police and had them go to Best Buy and try to get a copy of Let's Be Cops for free. Let's see what happens. It's just everybody getting murdered. Yep. Oh, um, no. I, I saw a couple things on this Facebook feed last night, and I was just... And then I was like... I asked a buddy of mine. I was like, really, what's happening? I don't, I don't know yet. Because people were just like, I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he was like, you know what? You don't even want to know. Just watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And oh no! <laughs> so then I watched the Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And then I was like, "Okay, really, what's going on?" So I like went and like lo- wait, looked wait, it he up. Said, your friend told you to watch Brooklyn Nine Nine instead of to look at the because I hadn't watched the latest one yet. So then I watched it, and then I looked up what really happened, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah. And I just tweeted out Ferguson hashtag Ferguson hashtag Ferguson decision bullshit. Yeah, because yeah, no, no, it's it's it's. I mean, it really it'll really bring you back down to reality to be like, what is what am I doing with my with my life? God, I hope somebody buys my script, and then you are like, oh, oh, real problems. Yeah, although I will say, in the past couple years, I've I've tried to make it a point about getting better at not uh, totally diminishing my like problems and feelings to the point where like. They don't matter because yeah, they do matter, they do. and it's not that other people's problems matter more or less. If it's happening to you, it matters. Yeah, but it's, it is hard. Situational, to, and like it is situational, but <clears throat> also shit. Yeah, uh, something's got to change with my career and with the fucking world. You know, <laughs> you know, something's got to give. Something's got to give. Diane <laughs> Keaton, right? Isn't that Diane Keaton? I think so. Oh, what does Diane Keaton think of all this? <laughs> Probably a lot. I saw a picture of like Woody Allen era Diane Keaton a couple years ago, and I was like, "Oh, this is why. This is like why I like every girl I've ever liked." <laughs> Aesthetically, I was like, "Thank, thanks, Diane Keaton, but also fuck you. <laughs> like ruined and saved my life. It's all her stupid necktie." <laughs> What if I wear a quirky little necktie? But I'm not a business lady. Oh, boy. Anyway. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> oh, well, the hour's almost up. I had, like, a little brief stint in, uh, with a very, ex- very wonderful but very expensive therapist, and I realized that the pattern would be... Because it was an hour, but the sessions were actually 50 minutes, and I think oh. maybe it was because he booked himself so... Uh, 
so tightly that like he needed that like window to like you know whatever tidy up go over notes for the next person but it would just be like i was very i'm not like uh i didn't grow up going to therapy like i don't so yeah. it was just like a, maybe a, a month and a half like stint where uh it was like i would sort of go in with something i thought maybe i was going to talk about he would sort of get me talking about something else we'd get going and then like something would really happen it would be like and this is why I think this. And he'd be like, uh-huh. And like he'd be writing something down. I'd be like, and, and this, and this. And it would be like some emotional thing that felt like a breakthrough. And he'd go, well, uh, unfortunately, it'll have to wait. Uh, I was like, no! Uh, I don't want it to wait! Please come, keep coming back to me for many, many years. and uh, I will just keep drawing this out until <laughs> you finally feel like you're fixed. But by that point, you'll be dead. <laughs> and I'll have all your money. Well, let me let me correct myself. You'll be homeless first, and then then you'll be dead. You'll be homeless, <laughs> muttering, hanging out in the food for less parking lot, <laughs> just just waiting for a handout, and then eventually you'll die. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming. I'll see you next time. <laughs> He's no, no no he was great he was great. <laughs> I just I think maybe I, I need to I need to play ball a little more if I'm gonna get into that get into because I just was I never really fully like I think it was it's sort of like going to a. a like a haunted house, you know, or something. Oh, and being yeah. a cynic and being like, ugh, fine. But maybe by the end you get like one good scare. <laughs> it's like, ugh, I'm just, I guess it's just not really. Oh, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and then it's like right by like, the I exit. I guess I'll go back in. I guess I'll go back in next Halloween. <laughs> uh, that's so how it was. once a year. Yeah, go to therapy once a year. But I'd be like, ah, I guess I, I guess I'm just not into this. And then like with five minutes left, I'd be like, Oh, you're right. I get my my life makes sense, and then you know, <laughs> well, our time is then up. we're out of time. Uh, yeah. please, please leave. And then I have a whole week to be like, that was bullshit. I want my money back. And then it would repeat, and I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> you're always right. You've always been right. It's always been you. <laughs> uh, I gave him like a. I wrote my part, writing partner and I wrote a like a little like Urban Outfitters style coffee table toilet book like huh. four years ago and I, I gave my my i was like telling my therapist about it and he was like he's like oh that sounds that sounds really funny and i was like oh i have some like extra copies and he's like oh i'd love one and i like brought it in and I gave it to him he's like he read my weird little dumb joke book he's like i really liked it like, he didn't fucking read it yeah right what's it called uh deal breaker the definitive the uh, sorry <clears throat> deal breaker the definitive list of dating offenses, uh, which you can buy on Amazon for a penny. Really? Yeah. Is so, it like used copies for a penny? I think so. Yeah. But it might also just be like remainder. Please save this from going to a landfill. Remainder of stock. It's hard. I mean, you know, like those kind of books. Unless you wrote, unless you write, like he's just not that into you. Like you're not gonna move like a million units of that book. Yeah. We got, like, an advance from it that, like, wasn't a lot of money. And I was like, so do we get, like, residuals? And they're like, you have to sell the amount of, like, copies that would that would exceed your advance. And, and we're back again. Stopped recording again. Uh, I mean... I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't. It's not my fault. He did it. It was him. I didn't do it. I promise. This is going to come out... December 19th, so oh. the episode before Christmas. That's fun. And uh, when's Hanukkah this year? Did it already happen? <laughs> Why are you asking me? I don't know. Uh... Why would you be asking me? I don't know anything about Hanukkah. I'm a, I'm a, 
I'm Irish Catholic. <laughs> he looked right at me. I was like, when did you, when's, do you, do, do you know? I actually don't know, but that's not because I'm not Jewish. I'm, I could not be more Jewish. I just don't, I don't know when, when Hanukkah is because I'm the worst. I'm a disappointment to my poor, tiny Jewish mom. Uh, I think I'm. I think it's around that time, like the six seventeenth, or I can look it up. <laughs> Let me go look it up. Which one happened? Uh, moves every year. Is that um, Yom Kippur? Uh, oh no! Now, now I'm gonna really out myself. I really, I don't know. I've like, uh, I've really removed myself from. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't go to. I don't even do like a friend. I don't have like Jewish friends who are like we're gonna do a seder. I I don't. If I'm home. Uh, like last year I like planned a trip home to see my folks and they were like, they got excited and my mom was like, oh, you'll be home. Like you can come to, uh, there's going to be a Seder. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Like I'd already bought a ticket. Um, I unfortunately just don't care. Uh, it's not unfortunate for me. I'm, I'm, I have a great life. (laughs) I don't feel like religion is missing for my life, but I mean, all that could change. I could fall in with some chill Scientologists and change my life, but... Get your thinking levels read. My, 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 my brain's full enough as it is with uh, self-hatred and dumb jokes. <laughs> that's a big... That's that's a full plate, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I know I know one of them moves back every every year, and I don't know. Uh, and I was... And I, I think, think it might be Yom Kippur. And I think it's, like, around Thanksgiving time this year, so it might be, like, this week. I don't know. Hanukkah? <clears throat> you know what? This is not helpful. Whichever one it is, uh, it was the one... I think it's the one that Colbert does on his show where he has, has the um, atone phone. Where he's like, Shalom, how have you wronged me? Oh, atonement <laughs> would be... That would be Yom Kippur, I believe. Okay, cool. You're like, yeah, you're keeping keeping abreast of things by how Colbert, Colbert does it on yeah. his show. <laughs> which is ending soon, which is really sad. It is sad. Yeah. But then he'll be hosting a late night talk show, mm-hmm. which everybody is—that's everybody's favorite kind of comedy show. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, the ratings on that—they're gonna be through the roof. Sure, Nielsen, Mr. Nielsen, Mr. Nielsen. <laughs> Hear that, Mr. Nielsen? Hello, Mr. Nielsen. Oh my god! I think he's talking to you. Oh my god, that's the best. That's my favorite. <laughs> so good. No, that wait is that that's not the same as no 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 that's not my favorite my favorite is uh hello my name is Mr Burns I believe you have a package for me okay what's your first name I, I don't, don't know, know. <laughs> oh, what a life you could build on just communicating via Simpsons quotes yeah what did he what was the letter that he sent to Mr Burns I forgot he was like really giving him a piece of his mind right <laughs> I think so he was like I hate you it was like a real Angry letter, right? Yeah. It wasn't like a letter of resignation, was it? Uh-uh, I don't think so. Wait, that's really funny, because there's a whole episode of uh, of Workaholics where it starts with them leaving angry, super profane voicemails for their boss, because they're like, they're still drunk from the night before. Then they realize what they... No, no, though, it's, it's... They're drunk, they leave the message, they wake up in the morning still drunk, they realize what they did, and then they have to race her, they have to race to work before she gets there to, like, clear the, clear the messages. <laughs> and they probably have to break into her door. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> I love it. I'm on season, I'm, I'm way behind. I finished season one. I still haven't... It's fun. I know, it's great. It's a great show. They're just goofballs. <laughs> 
That's another show kind of like Sunny, where they just kind of... They could do that forever. Do whatever they want. Yeah. While their individual members get famous. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be a <laughs> funny white guy. <laughs> oh, if only. What? Yeah, what's it like? I don't I, know. I don't... I, I, I don't... I, I'll let you know. I'm looking. I'm a, I'm a kind of... I'm a kind of funny white guy. <laughs> I'm a kind of funny white guy who reads as uh, immediately Jewish. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So what's your favorite part about uh, doing doing comedy and writing and everything? Um, if I, to be as as uncynical as possible. Yeah. Be, be uncynical uh, or, or, as possible and then be, like, really cynical about it. Well, I feel like this could be <laughs> construed as cynical, but I don't feel like it is. Uh, or self-deprecating. I feel like I'm not good at anything else. But that I get to do this thing, which is not only the thing that I feel that I am good at, it's the thing that I like to do the most. Mm -hmm. And I get to do it. And, like, just the mechanics of that, I mean, I don't know if that's the access and the privilege behind, like, I'm only, I'm good at this thing. Okay, go do it. Okay, I'm doing it. And, like, even when it's not, even when I'm, you know, questioning everything, which is, like, you know, 40% of the time, (laughs) it's still pretty good. You know, like even yeah. when I'm not like day to day full time employed doing it, I'm still like week to week employed. You know, I it's so uh, I just feel like having a dumb idea and going. I don't know. I feel like if if I had any other profession and I had like a dumb idea that I really liked, it would either just like I would have a Twitter that you know my brother and my neighbor followed, and I would tweet a dumb joke and no one would see it, or I would yeah. just have a fun idea and then put it in the back of my brain and it would just die there. And now if I have a silly idea for a sketch or a scene or a script, I can I can make it and someone might actually see it or buy it or share it. Yeah. And that's really fun uh, to be like, you know, even just to think of a joke and tweet it and then like be like, hey, 15 people like that. Yeah. That's, you it's know. Some, it's something. It's some kind of feedback where you're like, huh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> although, it, although, you know, I will, I am prone to sometimes having a day where I tweet too much and then I'm just like, and then I'll just tweet something like... <laughs> Oh, it's really fun yelling into an empty void. Like, <laughs> it's hard to get. I mean, on one hand, like, you know, nobody needs to tweet or read tweet. Like, nobody needs to do any of it, but it is yeah. fun to do. Yeah. But sometimes you're just like, oh no, am I wasting my whole life? Well, <laughs> we'll see. Twitter will let me know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I guess my favorite thing is yeah, just to be able to to just follow like a your thread. Whimsies. Yeah, to follow with a, a thread and, and, and see where it goes uh, from, you know, concept to execution is, is so cool. Um, and whether it's on a small scale, like a little short story or like a blurb or anything. Or, you know, I mean, like when, when, my, when, my, uh, uh, when my friend and I met at a, you know, UCB party and started joking around with each other and then started a blog and then it became a, a, a book and then well it became a super popular blog and then it became a book and then it, it like had a like pilot deal for a little while and it was like obviously it didn't get to its ultimate yeah. it wasn't on television but you know like there was a TV script where there were two characters and they were named me and my name and my former partner's name and it was almost like that's insane yeah cause it cause a idea like that could have just lived and died one night at a party when we made a couple jokes, and yeah. so that's like my favorite uh, aspect of it. 
So it went from blog to, like, someone saw it and they were like, hey, let's make a TV show about this, maybe. It went from blog to, like, got passed around and I got super popular and then a lit agent emailed me and then that became... And then we got... uh, Oh, no, no, someone at a publisher emailed me and then we got a lit agent and then we wrote a book and sold the book. Or we sold the book, wrote the book, book came out. uh, Book and, like, intellectual property became, like, a hotly... uh, uh, um, uh, bid on property which became a pilot deal which we saw almost no money from because it was four years ago and we didn't know what we were doing but it still almost happened and 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 like that process was like kind of a nutty ride and like nothing since has happened that's been i mean we've been steadily employed which is super cool but nothing like you know that was sort of a thing where we were poised to do something really cool and like it came so close to happening that it might as well have happened yeah i think sometimes you just need that little like uh you know and like serotonin boost of like Hey, you did something great. Like, and whether or not it, like, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I'm sure it would have been way cool if it was a TV show on the air that like had my name on it. But I think the fact that it even came close to happening was like a big enough feather in my cap. Where I'm like, well, I can ride this out for kind of a while, just knowing that it happened. Yeah. Um, and I've had a couple things like that, like experiences that just feel like they, you know, it goes from surreal to really cool back to surreal again. Uh, I mean, I, and I hope those moments. Uh, only get weirder because <laughs> because I'm not a not a little baby anymore. I mean, you know, five years ago I was like anything that happened to me, I was like I'm just a kid. I can't believe anyone's giving me a chance. And now I'm like an adult. And if someone wants to give me a job, I'm like yeah, please do. I'm an adult. I need to eat food. And if you don't give me money, how can I eat food? I need to put. I need to get my gas. My my. You know, I need to put gas in my car. That's food for a car. Yeah. <laughs> There's a script that me and my buddies finished, and that was the only thing that they wrote that it was, like, a solid, like, thing, and that was enough for them. They were like, even if nothing ever comes of this, like, we're we're just glad that we finished it. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to fucking make this show. <laughs> like, <I> wanna... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was enough to, like, I framed the, the thing from the Writers Guild when I registered it, and it came in the mail, and I was like, it's our first, it's so cool. And then, uh... And I've written more scripts since then, but, like, I still want... I still want them all to happen. Like, I yeah. still want to, like, get them out there and just... Um, but it's funny, because, yeah, the whole... Yeah, just the serotonin boost of, like, yeah, I, well, we, we did something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I th- yes, I think it's a real... It's a, it's a matter of, like, you know, sustaining yourself one way or another and if and and, and finding a way to be okay if, it, if nothing ever comes of these things, as long as it's... As long as enough people read it and like it, or as long as you perform it and it gets a good response, that even if it doesn't go to, you know, the next the next step, but it is, it is funny. Some people are just like, yeah, I just like writing. You're like, oh, good for you, and then they're, you know they're always the best ones. You're like, oh, good for you. You're a genius, and you're just content to. <laughs> oh yeah, just working a little. You work in a library, and then by night you're a genius writer. Who, yeah, that's good for you. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> No, I'm in the I'm in the weeds, man. <laughs> I'm hustling, and I'm not as good as you. But it you know it doesn't matter, as long as uh, <laughs> whatever whatever helps you sleep at night, you know. Did yeah. you see me like my eyes glaze over for yep, a second? I'm yep. like, oh no, <laughs> it got too real. So you've uh, you've guest comp trolled on uh, Harmontown. Mm-hmm. So how's how has that come about? Like what? How'd you get the call to just be like, hey, man, you want to... 
Uh, well, I I'm Dan is a is a is a is a pal. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Aaron I've known for maybe like seven or eight years, and um, and so close to when you moved here. Yeah, yeah. She and I started doing UCB kind of around the same time, and she's she's been on sketch teams and improv teams, and she had a, like a long running uh, storytelling show there. It was actually where she met Dan, and um, and my uh, girlfriend Kimber is really super close friends with Aaron, so they're like oh, okay. they're like they're like best friends, and so we were. I think the first time I was on the show, I didn't really I didn't comp troll, but I like I was like a. I stayed on guess, like, like get, I guess uh, for a while, and that was uh, they had a little kind of backyard party thing, and we were just hanging out there, and they were getting ready to go over there, him and, and Ryan Ridley, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to come and be a guest?" And I said, "Sure," and <laughs> it went pretty well. And then I guess the next time we were, I was helping them with some. I think I had come from like running a rehearsal, and I was bringing Kimber like a a pair of sweatpants or something. It was doing something because they were doing, like, wedding stuff. It was, you know, the, when I controlled, it was, I guess, two weeks ago, which was the week before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I got there, and we were just, like, doing work in the living room, and they were doing work on their wedding in the other room, and he kind of came in and was like, hey, uh, what, are you, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I'm around. <laughs> He's like, you want to guess control? I was like, okay. <laughs> which is super fun. I mean, it was really fun. It was it's 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 really, it's a whole world yeah people people are really i mean i, I you it's know a, it was, it's, a li- it was such... it's live performance like it well and it's also a podcast so. it was such a blast <laughs> i i got i was definitely a little bit like there was like a, just a few minutes where i was like i'm definitely out of my element a little bit but <laughs> uh then i mean when it felt when it was working it worked so it was so much fun but i definitely like my dad found it and and watched it not oh, just because it was li- it. it was live stream yeah right? he watched the video feed and I was like, oh, don't watch the... He's like, why not? I'm like, well, I definitely get... I'm definitely drunk by the end. Like, I'm for real drunk. Like, mm-hmm. like my partially lazy eye comes out a little bit. I have, like, a slightly lazy eye, and when I'm drunk, it you can really... It's not slight. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I just I got to the end, and I was like, oh, this is really funny. But, like, I would just... There was one moment where I, like, interrupted Dan, and I was like, oh, I must be drunk. <laughs> to just cut him off in the middle of a sentence. From an audience perspective, you did good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. My dad said that I seemed festive, in quotes, which is his word for drunk. <laughs> uh, but I did have a, I mean, I, yeah, I had a, it was a blast. It was so much fun. Um, it was just fun to, to joke around, and, uh, and, because I've listened to it before, and, and I've, I went to see... I hadn't gone to see it in forever. I went to, like, the show at the Egyptian when they came back from their tour. Yeah. Uh, and then we had gone to see it when, like, Dana Carvey showed up and... Uh, Tenacious, Tenacious D? D came. Yeah. That was my first one. Oh, really? That <laughs> yeah. was my first one at Nerdmall, too. It was super fun. <laughs> uh, to just see. It was so funny. And such a weird... Yeah, it is. It's a weird... It's a live performance... That is crazy to think about that it has, like, two purposes, where it's, like, it's a live show where the purpose is to entertain, but then also it's a podcast that you can listen to when you're cleaning your house or driving to, like, have if you have a long commute, and it's such a different way of ingesting that content, but it's the same content. Yeah. But I guess that is strange to be, like, on stage and to be, like, interacting with an audience and (laughs) people are yelling stuff out. (laughs) 
And then and then you're like, oh wait, this is gonna go out to like fifty, hundred thousand listeners, millions of listeners. Yeah. yeah. Which is across real. the world, as yeah. we've seen. Yeah. Where, where like was it two weeks ago? Yeah, the guy from Russia or something? He yeah. comes up. <laughs> My dad thought that there was a little too much time with him. He was like, too much time with Eugene, in quotes. Wait, what did he say? I want to find it. He texted it. He texted me. Because my parents both got iPhones because they realized that the kids today be texting. Uh, and it's easier to get a hold of me that way. What did he say? Finally caught your appearance on Harmontown. Michael Keaton owes you a big hug. Because I spent 20 minutes ranting about Keaton Michael Keaton back. and got drunk. Oh yeah, Birdman. We can talk about that too. I said, I thought I replied to this. Hope you listened and didn't watch. Things got a little sloppy at the end, but so much fun. He said, I did watch dot dot dot. You seemed dot dot dot. Um dot dot dot. Festive. Very different experience seeing Dan, because he listened to it the last time I was on. Okay. Too much time with Eugene, but worth it at the end. Mm-hmm. Smiley face. <laughs> my dad is this so funny. Like My parents are 63, and they're like getting trying to get savvy. Watching my mom play with a smartphone is like the craziest. They visited me a couple months ago, and, and I tried to get them to install Uber on their phone, because they didn't want to leave their parking space, because they got it, they were like staying in an Airbnb in uh, Silver Lake, at a yeah. place where the parking was kind of crappy. And I was like, I'll drive to the movie, just Uber to my house, and then I'll drive you there, because like, for me to come get you, and they go all the way back, like it would be really out of the way, so just do that. And they were like, really hesitant. They were like, um... How does that? Uh, I was like, it's super easy. Just it's Uber. It's like it's it's dummy proof. You just put you sign up. You put in your credit. My mom was like, okay, so I sign up, and then like I have to um, put in my coordinates, and then they send me an email. I'm like, no, mom, you put in your credit card. You say request ride. A satellite finds you, and then a car is there, and then you get in, and then those sweethearts like. 30 minutes later, I'm back in my house, and they're just like, we couldn't do it. We're sorry. Should we take a cab? And I was like, I'll be right there. And I, came, I came right back. Because I was just like, I just need to take a shower. I'm having a great day. I'm just going to go home, I'm gonna shower, I'm going to come back. Just Uber to me, and we'll go to the movie. And there, it just ended up being a hilarious yep. misstep, because they're just... Because I don't know, adorable. it's just such a weird they're, thing. They're I mean, folks. I didn't grow up. I had dial-up internet, obviously. Same, like, yeah. but this whole—it's a computer. I'm holding an iPhone. <laughs> it's so weirdly second nature. It's so. Cre- Have you seen uh, Black Mirror? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh my god. What's that? Oh my god, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> it's there's only six episodes. There's about to be a holiday special that John Hamm's going to be in, but it's a BBC. Uh, it's either BBC or Channel Four. Might be Channel Four, but it's like a British anthology series it's basically like the twilight zone like but all about modern technology and how it affects uh society and it is awesome i mean it's unbelievable it's so like uh, that i'm making of like stuff i need to see uh it's one of those like brilliant british things where they go like we're just gonna make six episodes and that's it which is like uh Super reasonable, but in my opinion, unfair because I could watch so many more. But oh, they're like, like the, with the uh, Dark Place. Dark, Dark Place. Every Snuffbox. season was like four or five episodes or something. Yeah, I think just three. I think there's only six or seven episodes of, of Dark Place and Snuffbox, which sucks. But but they're all great, and it's like a great way to do quality control. But yeah, Black Mirror. Each episode is an hour long. Uh, 
you know what? I, I it would be it would be really doing it a disservice to even say anything about any of the episodes. But it just it literally <laughs> is about how how technology affects our lives. And it's really not none of them are so like it is kind of sci-fi, but nothing about it is so unrealistic that it, you don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. Can I guess one of the plots? Sure. Okay. So uh, everyone's on their phones and then all of the like probably EMP blasts or something and then no one knows how to live their life. And you see how that affects through the episode. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> it's kind of, I, will, I maybe I undersold it. It's 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 a little crazier than that. Okay, but well. but yeah, that's all I'll say. That's kind of like. Did you ever watch Revolution? No. Oh no no. But I heard about it. Was it was it really good? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, what I another the O in Revolution is like the startup. The yeah, right. The power button. Yeah. That's um another another thing going back to there's a lot of death. And I liked that there was a lot of death because it was realistic. Like, in a post-apocalyptic society, a lot of people are going to die because they don't know what the hell to do. And, um, yeah, so it starts out, like, you you see that there's, like, no electricity. And then, like, kind of, there's a little bit of aftershock or whatever. And then it blacks out and it goes 15 years later. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And so then you see, like, all these people who have grown up without technology. Like, they're farming and stuff. And there's, like villages and whatever they should still call them cities like come on <laughs> <laughs> the army is wearing like um like old school like um uh south and north type uniforms oh, okay. and i was like i was like i don't know about that but they still have like bullets are like very scarce because no one can like make bullets anymore they just have to use, use arrows right someone said they use bow and arrows bow and arrow they still use bullets and they use like like swords and like uh bayonets and stuff and you're like that's pretty cool <laughs> it is kind of cool yeah but then there was this whole uh beeline throughout where there was like this other group the group that like made it all happen oh like a shadow organization yeah where you're like what someone did this yeah. someone made this happen why how and like turn it off so we can have electricity again. Like, uh, and then some people are like, but our lives are so much better now, blah, blah, blah. And so you find out it's the Apple corporation. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was the, all it's, it's the build up to the launch of the iPhone seven. <laughs> like now you really need this motherfuckers. But, uh, another cool thing that they did was like, um, cause there'd be people sitting around like, um, in campfires and stuff with guitars and they're playing like rush or whatever. So it's like, music that they used to have funny. and now that they don't have I like that detail yeah and then the, there was a couple places where they would go where there was like Victrolas so they don't need electricity so mm-hmm. they're listening to records and stuff yeah that's cool yeah that's fun man yeah it was a pretty pretty cool show so you can now reveal that the sponsor of the show is Revolution yeah it's re- thank you Revolution for uh... <laughs> thank you cancelled series Revolution just click on the link yeah. click on the broken link for click on the link that doesn't work <laughs> page not found you have to go? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for doing it. Thanks for having me. Uh, do you want to plug stuff? Plug your Twitter and like... Uh... Uh, you know what? If you go to my Twitter, you can find everything else. So it's just Dave underscore Horwitz. Uh, and it's H-O-R-W-I-T-Z. Don't put that second O in because that's not how you spell my name. <laughs> uh, and I... there you'll find uh, jokes, quips, uh, uh, horrible cries for help. Um, but also link, you can get a link to like anywhere. Like, you know, I have a blog and all that dumb stuff yeah uh don't follow me on instagram if you're if you're gross um (laughs) 
so it'd be more gross. I found actually, like, I don't know if it's, I don't know. I'll leave with, I, there's a, I found someone who started following me because of Harmontown, and they were, like, tweeting weird stuff about me. Oh, what? Yeah. Weird. All right. So if you're listening, that girl in the UK, it's not, it's not, I'm a real person and I'm not, I can't, Please we're not going to be together, Please stop. but also don't murder me. I've had a bad experience before. Just, just know like we're just people, we just live in apartments and houses and we're, we're just, just trying our best. We're normal and we're just trying to. We're just normal. We're trying our best. <laughs> if your show needs a slogan. We're just normal and we're trying our best. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. It's a good place to stop as any. Uh, yeah, so uh, this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Dave Horowitz. All right. And you. <laughs> <laughs>